Hello friend. Today I'm going to be a little reflective and talk about what I've learned from this current cohort of the Memoir Method Live. It's my live program and we are wrapping up our 10 weeks together this week. You are listening to the Memoir Method Podcast, the place for writers, readers, and anyone who appreciates the collective power of our stories. In this podcast, we explore the impact of memoir alongside an examination of writing techniques and strategies used in the genre. Whether you're an aspiring writer looking for inspiration and guidance, or a passionate reader seeking meaningful connections through shared experiences, the Memoir Method Podcast is your go-to conversation spot. I'm your host, Charlotte. I'm an editor, writer, and the heart behind bookish edits. I am so glad that you're here. Let's get started. Let me just give you a quick overview of what this program is so that you know where I'm coming from. The Memoir Method program actually came before the Memoir Method podcast. Uh, I launched it earlier this year, and it is a 10-week live program that is divided into three blocks of learning, the story block, the process block, and the edit block. If this sounds familiar, it's because this is the framework through which I approach pretty much all memoir, and I went over the memoir method framework in episode two, way back um, in one of those very first episodes. So the first three weeks, we devote to the foundation building, The next four weeks, we focus on the process and writing techniques and strategies. And the last three weeks, we are in the edit block, we devote to more specific concerns of memoir. So we, um, most writers don't, we don't have writers who finish their memoir, really these 10 weeks are mostly spent in that first block of work, uh, maybe going a little bit into the process block with the structure and and writing techniques. Uh, But there's really no timeline. I I like to drip the content so as not to overwhelm. There's nothing to keep up with. Really, we this is just, these are all resources for for these writers and we all move at our own pace. In addition to the course curriculum, we have a private community and we get to spend time together each week in our co-writing sessions. Our co-writing sessions are simple Zoom meetings where we come together, check in with each other. I get to answer any questions or clarifications for the writers. And then we mute our mics and write and work together that way. And I feel like the co-writing sessions are the real magic of this experience. This is when I get to know the writers really well and their stories and their motivations and everyone is at a different part in the writing process and there is value for everyone and any question someone brings there's value often writers will pipe in with their own insights into someone's uh, obstacle or problem so we have practical advice alongside encouragement and perspective and this direct access to me and this professional support alongside the community is a really powerful combination for writers. These co-writing sessions are a time to be accountable and show up 
And, and that's what my writers do. It's so wonderful. I love these co-writing sessions. Uh, what's fun actually about this fall cohort that's wrapping up this week is that every writer is from Australia. And so that's been really fun. Uh, and I've had to adjust the, the times that work best so we, so that we have, can take advantage of that small window in the, in the day where the people in Australia are awake at a reasonable time as when I am up and awake in the, uh, on the organ in Oregon. So I wanted to dive into four lessons that I've learned from these memoir method writers this fall. So one is the value of showing up. Even if you feel stuck or discouraged or don't know what to work on or aren't in the mood or feel overwhelmed, whatever is going on with you, there is value in showing up. I will be the first to give you permission to take a break when you need to. That is very, writers need to do that sometimes. I feel there's a lot of value in that flexibility and margin. And there's uh, also value in showing up when you don't know what to write, when you don't know where you're going, when you don't know, when you're overwhelmed by the process and showing up anyway. So the ability to connect with other writers and with uh, the professional support and a little bit more objective support that you get from me um, as kind of the leader of the of the course, um, it allows you, that connection allows you to be honest, um, kind of with yourself um, and being honest with these fellow writers. And uh, that authenticity really carries a power and openness to creativity. I've seen uh, several breakthroughs this cohort with writers who don't know what it is that they want to write, who are overwhelmed by the process, um, who come to these sessions and we sit and we have a little, usually a little over an hour after check-in time, um, at the, um, book ending our writing time, we usually have a little bit over an hour to write. So it's not like a ton of time. It's not enough time to really get burned out, but it's maybe enough time to generate a little bit of momentum, unblock a little bit of, unblock some creativity, get some ideas flowing. And, and that's what I've seen happen with writers is they, they'll come, they don't really know what they're doing, but they'll come anyway. And, and over that time that we have writing, something will click, something will unlock and they'll be able to really start making a little bit more process. If not just, I mean, again, we have a little over an hour, so it's not like we're going to be, you know, it's not like a writing retreat where you write all day, but just in that time that it can un- unblock some creativity that paves the way for more productive writing sessions later on. So the value of showing up is real. Only you can decide if showing up will be, could be beneficial or if you really just need a break. Co-writing sessions do provide that built-in accountability. Uh, there's 10 of them. We have one each week and, and so they're, they're limited, but there's so much value in showing up in community together. So, and I've, I've learned that, uh, each time I've run the memoir method this year. So I, I love my writers for showing up the way that they do. 
number two, the number second lesson I've learned is the possibility and value of living out your story. So let me explain what I mean by that. One writer, this cohort has realized that she's currently living out the last part of her memoir. Uh, she's kind of figured out how to section her life, how and is working on kind of how to present that and uh, kind of which events in her life she wants to pivot the memoir around. Uh, she's really been doing a lot of conceptual, conceptual structural work in these 10 weeks. And in doing so, she has realized that what she's living right now is going to be the last part of her memoir. And that realization is really interesting to me and really fascinating. This is going to help her pay attention to her life differently because she's going to be thinking in terms of this memoir. She's going to be thinking in terms of her reader and of that point of connection. When you live in a way that allows you to pay attention in different ways when you live in a way that of you know writing as a form of connection yes it's a form of processing of healing all these things writing can serve us in so many ways and connection is really one of the primary ways i feel that writing can be used and when when we can live in such a way that allows us to pay attention to where those points of connection shine um I really feel there's so much value in in that perspective and she's also learned how to see her past a little bit differently so this lens shift it's almost like a kaleidoscope where things kind of have clicked into place to show a different picture but it allows her to see her past a little bit differently and to kind of process that differently and in her writing in these writing sessions she started to put things together in a new way that unlocks new perspectives and different ideas and threads of creativity and it has gotten me thinking about the part of my memoir that I'm living out I do know that there's a a part of my memoir that is kind of ongoing I don't really know how it ends yet I it's been going on for so long and I've known for so long that this is what I want to write about but I don't know it's sometimes easy to just kind of slip into oh yeah this is going on I'm going to write about it someday but to pay attention to the elements of this lived out story that is going on that is so present um, in my day-to-day but to pay attention to those areas that I may have over that may be easy to overlook but to just every once in a while shift my living lens into a writer's lens and kind of see what is popping out as something that could be valuable as a point of connection for someone else and just like with anything, there is a balance in um, in living your life and observing it. And um, as a writer, uh, I think probably of any genre, um, not just specific to memoir, but being able to balance that living lens with that observing lens is really going to benefit the writing process. It's going to benefit the human process or you know, just what it is to be a person. Um, I really love that about writing, and I love that uh, one of my writers has really started to tap into that this season. The third thing I've learned, I've learned about braided memoir and kind of how to incorporate that. One of the co-writing sessions, one of the writers brought this term to me. She said, if you were of a braided memoir, what, tell me about that. And 
I had to do, I hadn't heard it, this term before, so this was a little bit new. Uh, but the actual concept of it is not. So a braided memoir, I'm, I'm hoping to do some more episodes on this later, but it's a more structural, technical takeaway, this specific one. But uh, this is when one writer wants to connect a story, um, what well, wants to connect to kind of two seemingly disparate elements in one memoir. So this writer and the uh, memoir method, this cohort wants to connect um, a story of her marriage alongside her experience as an expatriate and um, really wants to kind of, she wants to present those two as very distinct experiences, but also in conversation with each other. And that is very much possible. It was, it was fun because she came to a call and said, is, can, am I allowed to do this? And absolutely, you're allowed to do this. Um, I I like to be very uh, loose with what I consider to be rules. And if you have the idea for something, why not at least play with it? And absolutely, there are uh, several examples of Braden memoir. Uh, specifically, I think of... Uh, uh, social justice books like Just Mercy is the first one that came to mind when she brought this term to me, uh, where we have our author, Brian Stevenson, share his experience defending a man on death row while also weaving in and out of his own story, education and awareness about the criminal justice system in the United States. And, and it is, so that's, are, are more distinct. We have education and we have his life, but absolutely there's a way to, uh, to weave different threads together in a way that keeps them distinct while also allowing them to be in conversation with each other. And that's such a fun way to reframe writing and the memoir structure. And I really loved having that conversation. I think about it a lot and paying attention to it more and looking for it more in what I've been reading. So that was a really fun, a fun lesson, a fun takeaway for me. And finally, number four, there is no timeline or deadline, not for writers in this container, not for writers in this stage. Um, the memoir method is for writers. These are, I work with independent writers. These are not writers who are, these aren't people who are full-time writers and they're writing because they feel the call to do so. They feel a purpose in it. No one's on a deadline. We are not writers working with a publishing house right now. We are writers just writing for ourselves and starting to learn how to connect our stories with a reader and how to think about writing while also considering the reader. Uh, as an editor, and I have explained this in earlier episodes, but my job is to serve both you as the writer and to help you say exactly what you want to say and also serve the reader. So those are two very distinct uh, job or focuses that I have as an editor. And, and in the memoir method, I start to teach you how to put on that editor lens and think about your reader. And and there's no timeline or deadline to this in this stage for writers in this in this setting. So one writer had some other life challenges come up during our 10 weeks together. Another had a, a medical 
procedure that was scheduled during these 10 weeks as well. And um, one writer specifically, just with just stuff came up, life happened. Um, and she was a little overwhelmed. She was feeling behind. And, and that is not a fun place to be. That's not a fun way to feel. Um, she did show up anyway. She showed up to co-writing sessions anyway. Uh, she checked in anyway, even through this overwhelm, which kind of calls back to lesson number one is just the value of showing up. Uh, but she's not behind. I really wanted to communicate that to her that, uh, she's not behind. And, um, yes, this, the course content is dripped. It's all going to be there for you, but it's, those are tools for you to use when they're useful. And honestly, I'd say about half the content in the memoir method might not be useful right away, unless you're able to write a lot. Um, and so, the, what's important is that the content is there for you when you need it. The memoir method also, I have three, this is the first time I've done this, um, but I've added three live training sessions um, as soon as each block of, of content, new training content is available. I like to, to do a live training session where I kind of briefly go over what is included and my thoughts behind why I included it and present it the way that I do, and also allow the writers to ask me questions and uh, kind of clarify. And those training sessions have been really helpful for writers in uh, getting their heads around what the training material is and feeling more able to dive into that content. And and so she's not behind. The sweet writer's not behind. And something that... Uh, a concept that I've really been exploring both in the memoir method this fall and in the speedway this month is that the writing life is always going to be integrated with your regular life. They are not separate. And when we can see those two parts of our life, those two parts of ourselves, the writer part of ourselves with the other roles that we fill when we can see those as being in conversation with each other instead of at odds or completely separate, then it's going to be easier to establish writing rhythms that work for you and to establish mindsets that allow you to bounce back easy from discouragement um, instead of feeling that you are in service to your writing life, uh, being able to put the writing life into perspective with everything else about who you are and what you do and how you live, you, your writing life can be in service to you. And that's really one of the things I've learned a lot this season. And is that there's no, there's no timeline, not in this stage, there's no deadline, not for writers here in, in this space, in bookish edits. Uh, we are, we show up as we are, as we can. And, and whatever progress we make, is progress and I just I've really loved learning that from my writers and seeing them live that out um, the each cohort has taught me something different in the memoir method and um, I've had more ideas especially this fall for expanding the course content in 2024 for adding to it for adding different ideas and updating it and 
uh, I just love this program. When I first launched it at the beginning of 2023, I was really excited and I also was unsure about how it was going to play out. And it has been better than I could have expected. Uh, Connecting with writers is such a privilege every single time. And when writers show up with their stories and trust me to teach them and to encourage them, it is a very real place of trust. And it is not one that I interact with lightly. It really, I feel the weight of this position in in a good way. I feel the weight in a way that allows me to see and honor your stories and to really tap into my own intuition and learning and training and living to be able to really serve you. And, and I, I give uh, insights that can be general to pretty much any memoir writer, but I also really take the time to see you as a writer and your story. And when you bring to me specific questions or hangups or problems that you have with your story and your writing, I'm able to think about that in, that is so that it's specific to you. And this connection, it's just, it's really special. And we have our last co-writing session uh, tomorrow. And I'm, I'm a little, I'm always a little sad, but these are, it's just so valuable to me. And it's such an honor to me to be trusted with your stories and to to be able to greet you when you show up and to create the space for us to explore and learn together. Uh, it's just, I love this container so much. Uh, if you want to join the memoir method the next time I run the program, doors will be opening again in uh, winter of 2024. I haven't sketched out my official dates yet, uh, but likely we'll be running the program in starting in February of 2024. Uh, but if you want to hop on that waitlist, you can go to bookishedits.com slash waitlist to be the first to know when doors open. You're going to be the first to know when things are available. Waitlisters always get a killer, a killer coupon code. Um, and also uh, pay attention because I will be opening up a bookish edits Christmas pop-up shop for the holiday season. If you're listening to this in real time when this drops in November of 2023, um, I'm opening up a bookish edits pop-up shop for Christmas and I will be offering a discounted memoir method enrollment voucher, which is going to be st- Uh, a bigger discount than anything I offer during uh, enrollment periods. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I'm really excited about that particular offer. Um, It can be a nice uh, Christmas present to yourself or to someone that you love. Um, You you can kind of buy that, uh, you know, secure your enrollment at a great, a great discounted price in December. And then you will just automatically be, um, included in the uh, cohort emails that go out uh, when the program starts up. So I'm really excited for that. Keep your eye out for that if that's something that you, um, if you're wanting to enroll 
and, and you know that this is going to be a good place for you, then you really uh, want to take advantage of that particular deal coming up in December. If you can't wait until winter 2024 to dive into the memoir writing headspace, uh, one, I offer so much free content for you here on the podcast, on the blog, on my Instagram page. Uh, but I'm also, uh, you also might want the memoir writers toolkit. This is a brand new digital bundle that I'm launching in time for black Friday. So there's a link in the show notes. That's uh, going to lead you to hop onto the wait list and be the first to know when this digital bundle is available. Uh, the digital bundle will include the, uh, my story worth writing audio course, a replay of a memoir 101 masterclass I ran a year ago, as well as access to a brand new digital ebook that I have been working on so hard behind the scenes, and I cannot wait for it to be ready. So the writer memoir, uh, the memoir writer's toolkit will be available, um, but in time for black Friday, those on the wait list are going to get early access to it. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. If you can't wait to dive into that memoir writing headspace, you're going to want this. So the link is in the show notes to hop on that wait list as well. Um, if you are intrigued by the memoir method live after listening to this episode, but you don't know if writing your memoir is really something you should do with you, or if you can do, if you're kind of in that place of uncertainty, uh, please head to, uh, please download my free mini ebook. Should you write a memoir? This is a newer resource that I've created that takes writers through that, uh, that process that I, I work with writers when I have the free, uh, story validation calls with them. And where these, this basically when they come to me and say, Hey, is there anything here? Uh, writers that I work with who come to me kind of, you know, they're brave enough to take that step to schedule a, a call with me. It's free. Uh, and, and they, and I kind of write, all writers are going to these calls. I kind of walk through the same process and I distilled that into a little mini ebook for you. It's completely free. Um, and so if you're kind of in that space of indecision or uncertainty, you're going to want this ebook. So you can go to bookishedits.com slash free to download that. There's a lot of information. Um, thank you so much for listening today. Um, I am looking forward to the episodes we have coming up later in the year. We're going to come back to our quarterly read from the ashes, uh, kind of go deeper into some of that into some in that into that memoir and what that memoir has to teach us about the writing process, um, as well as some kind of end of year ways to think about writing and mindsets. So I'm really excited for what we have coming up at the end of 2023. Uh, I am I just love running the memoir method live program, and every writer who shows up in this space is is a gift and. And I just, I love it so much. And I'm so grateful for everything that I learn from them. And I hope that you've been able to learn something from this fall cohort as well. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I'm just so grateful for you for listening. And I will see you next time. You've just listened to an episode of the Memoir Method Podcast. The Memoir Method Podcast is presented by Bookish Edits. 
If you like what you heard, the best way to support the show is to subscribe through your preferred podcast player. And if you're feeling especially inspired, I'd love it if you left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review really does help other readers and writers like yourself find the show. If you want to continue the conversation, you can find me on my website at bookishedits.com or on Instagram at charlotte.edits.books. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.